We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, fellas, we'll go ahead and get into it so we can get the ball running and get ready for the next show for the ones who's going to be on that. Uh, make sure I'm recording. That, that's not running. Get the ball running. What? I said that's ironic. Get the ball running. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast with Rock Hoop Q. Aries Falcon and keeping it sexy, LG. What's up? What's up? What's up? And welcome to the What's Up Falcons podcast. My name is, <laughs> and he and he recorded it live. <laughs> he had to, he he had to eat dog food. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I said, I said your favorite Saints fan just had to uh, cash in on a bet because because they lost last night. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he had to, he had to eat dog food and and he, and he recorded it live. Really? Well, yeah. All right. Well, we'll definitely put that on our Twitter uh, to see JP eating dog food. <laughs> but uh, my name is Rock, and I'm joined with my boy Hoop in the house. What's going on, Hoop? I'm here just chilling. I feel you, brother. Man, sounds like a man defeated. <laughs> hey, man, you, is, is that what you heard, man? You, you got a good sense right there, man. Yeah. Now, I, you know, hey, like I, I, I talked about the last uh, podcast, and you know, my dad, you know, he's from North Carolina, so he he reps he reps North. He, I mean, he likes Cam, whatever, but he lives in Atlanta now. And he don't talk too much junk about him, even when they they let him down, because he's like, "We live in Atlanta, we gotta rep the team, so that's what we gotta do." All right, we'll, we'll we ain't gotta we ain't gotta, we ain't gotta like him sometimes, but we gotta keep repping him. Oh, we're always repping on this show, but we but this is an episode that they won't like us. And I'm also joined with my boy Q in the house. What's going on, Q? Hey man, I got a trick question. How many dirty birds does it take to recover an onside kick? <laughs> Apparently a lot. Apparently none, because none of them jumped on the damn ball. They right. were acting like Cam at the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I did. Oh, oh wow! I was able to. I, it, it was. I was able to see. Uh, I watched the post game uh, thing on Fox where I, I think it was was it Bradshaw, Strahan. Uh, I can't think else was there, and I know um, Pretty Tony was there, and so. Yeah. They were talking about what were they doing? He's like trying to defend his, you know, his former team, but he just couldn't do it. 
no, he couldn't, man. The whole, it, the, whole the ball's gonna go ten yards. Yeah, hey. the Falcons could pick it up at any time, but they didn't. Like, oh my god, you know, that whole, that whole game, that. that whole game went wrong. I learned that playing football in high school. Right. And but let me ask what? you this though, Coop. Let wait, me wait, ask wait, you wait, this wait, though. Wait, hold on. Okay. And guess what? We practiced special teams for 15 minutes a week. It wasn't my <laughs> my position that I went and had meetings for and practiced and yeah, it's awful, man. But what were you gonna say, Q? But if you're if you're on the front line, can you advance forward to get the ball? Or do you have to wait till at least comes to you? Do you have to we have to wait nope. a certain point though, right? Nope. You don't have to wait. The thing is, if you touch it, it's live. So right. they don't. The defense doesn't have to wait. The kick, the, 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 so, the, so the receiving the, team could have just ran up and grabbed that ball. Didn't yeah, they could have ran, yeah. ran up and jumped on it and covered the ball. Game would have been over. Right. Yeah. yeah the kick, point, the kicking period. The, the kicking team had to wait for it to go ten yards. Right. And they did, uh, but we'll get into that. Let me let me finish introducing everybody. I know everybody's pissed, but just a fresh <laughs> Let me finish. And we're also joined all the way from the West Coast, the notorious with the notorious vid maker, Mister Aries Falcon. Aries, how are you doing, brother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disgusting, sick to my fucking stomach. Yep. Anyway, how are y'all doing today? I'm still mad. I'm still mad. So, uh, yeah. And we're also joined by accident this week <laughs> from when our guest from last week is Mr. Darrell Presley, the actual sound guy who runs in the ambient crowd sounds. What's up, P? I'm doing great. I can't speak about any more of that until I talk to my people tomorrow. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, I told you if there's any issue, I can I can pull it. <laughs> well, I well just uh, not to cut you off. I know you're trying to you know uh, be the moderator for your show, but we just got an email today. We we have a Zoom meeting tomorrow, right? And we got an email today that said, um, "Here, I'm, let me see if I can uh, make sure I stay on with you guys. You guys can still hear me? Yep. Yeah, we can. Okay. Uh, I'll just give you a loose thing of what this email said. It was real short." All right, but I think I think it was kind of like one of those things where Got it. Uh, basically it's like it, in a rough. I can't read exactly what it says, but um, no matter how small or harmless a media seems to be, like they're asking you questions about this never before seen thing, you can't talk about it. Uh-huh. Um, not really sure what it's, but I'm assuming because there were some guys who got write ups about. Some right. of the stuff like uh, in the newspapers, and that, that it was so good. So I'm not really sure why what they're trying to keep under wraps because all the teams have it. It's not like one team has it and one team doesn't. Right. Um, but I'll know tomorrow once we do this next Zoom meeting. All right. And I'll be able to keep you informed after that. So. All right. Yeah. Just uh, let us know. Just let us know, man. And knock. I I don't think you have anything to worry about with us, but I can. Oh, no, no, I don't, I don't think so either. Because like I said, there was it was nothing that was told to us prior to. Right. I think they're just things that are happening. Okay. They're basically saying like, since you guys are in this position, you're probably going to be a target for media to right. come talk to you. So yeah. All right. All right. All right, fellas. All right, let's start this show, man. Uh, thanks for joining in to the what's up. While we're while we're still. Hello. Go ahead, Roger. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm like, Jude, what's up, Falcons Podcast? Uh, you know, thanks for turn, tuning in. And this is our uh, No Lead is Safe episode because, um, as we all know, they let us down yet again. 
and this time it was unexcusable. But but Q, what were you going to say? So I googled it just to check it out, and it said that this has happened before. But they're saying that um, the receiving team can't cross thirty-five yard line. They can't break that plane. They have to wait at least wait for the ball to advance. So that way, if somebody kicks it on sides, you can't just immediately just run up and jump on the ball. You right. have to let it at least get to the 35, which I guess is only, is that only, that's not the whole 10 yards. It's got to be five. So I guess it's got to be, it's got to be five yards. You got to wait before you can jump on it. But I guess there is a rule in place that happened um, in an ACC title game, and they said it's also an NFL rule. You have to wait mm. for the ball to go so far to onside kick, or else everybody right. would just load up on the line and then just rush the onside kick and just jump on it and not give the other team a chance because they have to wait for it to go 10 yards, and you, you don't. So you just jump on it. So I think that might have been some of the confusion as to why some of the Falcons players were kind of just sitting around and waiting for the ball to advance. Right. But like I said, um, that's just something I've found but, with a quick Google, so I don't know if it's correct but or not. Even, so but even still, even still, though, they could have they boxed out the other team and make sure they had the ball secured. Right. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? No, no, like, there's so much, uh, so, much uh, uh, so much, other shit that, that, that they should have and could have done. It was ridiculous. Well, can I say something? Because it was, you know, I was, I did, I didn't, well... I'm doing the game this weekend, so I'll be doing the the the. the I think we played the Bears on Sunday. Yeah. Um, um. So this past Sunday, I was at the Old Turner Field, which is now the Georgia um, Georgia State uh, Sports Complex. So my kid was playing down there. She she came in town and uh, played soccer there. So we all went there. So I'm checking. You know, like I'm not a huge football person. I hate to keep like prefacing that, but. Um. I wanted to see how Falcons were doing because, like I said, the whole thing with the crowd thing, I wanted to go watch the game so I'll see these, how these other guys are doing with the right, thing. Right. And so I'm looking and I'm like, man, we're up 20 to zero, 27 to seven and or whatever it was. And I'm feeling good about going home and finish watching the game. And I get home, I'm like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. This is way before, this was way before the onside kick. Like, I mean, yeah, it I- was, it was total Falcons. Scenario like how do we lose that much of a lead? Yeah, you know, at the half from the half because at the half we were up and then third it's, fourth quarter it was all over. It's the typical. Oh Falcons no, I, way. Yeah, I agree. We, we've yeah, made that, history. That one play, that one play should have decided the game. Yeah, that's it. But that's just what we do, man. I mean, like I said, no lead is safe. I mean, it, at this point. This, this team can be up by 50 fucking points, but they will find a way. If there's a way to lose a football game, we have proven that now. <laughs> we have. And, and I think, yeah. and I think didn't, didn't uh, if I'm not mistaken, the last, the last stat I saw on Julio was one catch for five yards or something like that. Like, he only... Oh, no, he he, he turned it on. He turned it on. Mm-hmm. Okay. He turned it yeah, on. Yeah, pretty much all the receivers did. Yeah, he just had one bad play. And I'm not going to beat... Julio up. Uh, I'm not going to beat up a lot of players, but maybe just one. It's the same guy I mentioned last There's week. So many. Nah. Yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going to beat up any players. There's so many things that happen. This falls 100 percent on coaching. Point blank, the oh. end. You know. Well, uh, I guess here's a question for me because I, I don't. Oh, one, really, one, I, I don't. 10%. I don't understand like the stats. Um, 
I mean, I, I guess I get it to a certain degree because I, they were saying that the Cowboys couldn't afford to go 0-2. So my understanding, or if I'm not understanding it right, is was it it is it more favorable favorable for the Falcons to go into an 0 and 2 than it was the no. Cowboys? No. No, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't good for either team to go 0 and 2. Yeah, especially us with being in, in that division because the AFC, the AFC what was the East? I, I mean the NFC East is they, they they all look like trash. So it wouldn't matter for the Cowboys. Right. You know, but it was more of for us. And I hate to I mean, say it. God, the Saints lost, right? Because if they if they went up two zero, then it'd be a whole different story. But with them being one and one now, it they're the chance for us. So yeah. But other than that, so but so well, it's, it's not. It's, it's, but it, but it, but it's not impossible. It's just an uphill battle for the Falcons. To continue, but right. they, they, can't, they, can't, they can't make any mistakes, correct? I would like to say, yeah, <laughs> but it, it, after that, well, all, all, all things all, are getting any easier. Yeah, it's not getting any easier, and if they're if they're not prepared for for they're making super stupid mistakes like that, then as far as I'm concerned, I don't have any faith until any game until it's like over. The clock is at zero. Yeah, I was looking at the schedule today, just kind of mulling around it. You go into the 2-0 Bears this weekend. And then after that, you got to play Green Bay at Green Bay. Then after that, you get Carolina. I'm kind of thinking this team might be a 1-4 start unless they pull off a miracle against Chicago or Green Bay. Okay, I look at it like they can they, they can beat um, the, the uh, uh, Bears. I look at the Bears now. That now Green Bay is going to be an, a, a little bit of an issue. That might be a problem because the Bears are are high. I mean, because the, the Packers are just rolling. Right. Their first two games, they scored forty points plus. Right. So, but Carolina, Carolina got beat by the Raiders. Right. So there, there, there's a slight chance they could win that game too. Well, who's who's um? I don't like that much. Who's who's leading uh? Who's who's quarterback for Carolina now? Since Cam is Teddy uh, uh, Bridgewater. 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 Okay. But you know, all that's we're rolling to the show. But to me, my only my opinions, Ben. I mean, yeah, we had our predictions, and yeah, I would like to think that we're gonna win against whoever. It doesn't even matter at this point. And we have the skills to beat these people, as we all have seen. But I don't think we have the the coaching, the mental preparedness to win a game, you know, after what we saw Sunday. I mean, am I wrong for saying that? It's hard. It's heartbreaking, dude, because like I said, Sunday was such a beautiful day. Like I said, to, you know, go watch my kid play outside and and like, man, it was just a beautiful day. And then while I'm watching her, she won her game and I'm watching the scores on my phone, seeing Falcons up and then after we left her game me and the wife and the little one went to a restaurant I'm like I need to watch TV so I can see this game and then yeah, you know five minutes from the house I get home and I'm like I can't believe these guys lost this game like it's hard to keep getting those wind that, that wind blown out of your sails so many times oh my god right Jesus Christ I guess I'm more of a you know uh, not more like a statistics guy but just more just like 
just have the love for the city and have the love for the team. Just right. Man. You're like a casual uh, Falcons supporter. But, I want, but I want them to win. Like, I, you right. know, like I, I love them. Like I said, I don't know about the stats and all that. I don't, that don't keep up, but I know I've watched enough games and lived in Atlanta long enough to be like, God damn, man, how, how many times y'all gonna... Right. Yeah, all right. That's all I gotta say. All right, all right. Well, well go ahead, Gail. Yeah, this though, in, in the Super Bowl, it was we threw the ball way too much. You know, once we had that big lead, we were throwing the ball, and you know that's why everybody said, "Oh, you know." But what was the what was the reason Sunday besides obviously that Dak got hot and and uh, Ezekiel Elliott got got on a roll? He was just steamrolling people after a while, but. What would y'all feel was the reason that we gave up so many points to let these guys get back into the game? Losing that defense. Yep. Rico went out. Tack went out. Uh, who else went out? The uh, Foyer, uh, the dude who did the three fumbles. Foyer. Yeah. And and then toward, and then towards the end, they lost Dante Fowler. So that's five. That's five defensive players. Yeah. I mean that. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to hear the injury report. Yeah, <laughs> well, let, man, let's just get into like the, the show. I mean, I know we want to rant because this is is you know, I'm, no one can really actually talk about it because without getting pissed off. So let's just jump into the show. We have a lot to, to go over. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hit you guys with a Sunday rant show one of these days. Oh yeah, we we're, we're, yeah we're working on that. Hopefully, we can have it next Sunday. But if not. Uh, we're definitely working on a, a Sunday after the post show rant edition so we can get those feelings out as it happens. But uh, we'll go ahead and get started with the good, the bad, and the ugly. All right, cue. I know it's hard, but no, there were a lot of good things because we were up. But what was your good of the Falcons uh, Calgary's game? Uh, the first quarter, I mean, the Falcons look amazing in the first quarter. And then the offense, I mean, you know, they kept it going all game long. So we know that we can score points. Right. Four quarters. So I was happy with the offense. You know, the offense looked, looked pretty decent. So that's my good. Nothing, nothing bad about the offense. All right, Aries. What was your good? I'm gonna say um, AJ Terrell. I like I, I, I like yeah the, the, the cornerback. He he he's becoming. He's turning into a really good a, a really good corner. So right. that, 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 that was my good. All right, cool. Now I agree with that. AJ Terrell really yeah impressing. Uh, who got a good? Yeah, um, I try to be fair with criticism and giving praise when due. So I will have to give, dare I say, Dirk Cutter a nod. I mean, he scored 39 points, no turnovers. Uh, we could have run the ball a little bit better, um, you know, and we'll talk about Gurley later. Um, but I'll, I'll give uh, Dirk a nod. All right, uh, Darrell, from what you saw, what did you say that was good? The one good thing that you saw from the game? Well, like I said, I didn't. I didn't see the first half. I was. Um, I was downtown. Right. Um, I didn't. I didn't start watching the game until we got close to the house and we went to a, a restaurant around the corner. That was the third quarter, which is when things started turning around. So 
So you have no good. I, I, I didn't. I didn't see anything. Okay, that's yeah, cool. I, that's cool. Yeah, it, it, right. it was. It, I think I, I left. listening. <laughs> he was at Georgia State. He was watching his daughter's soccer game. It was a beautiful day. Then they went out to get something to eat afterwards. <laughs> but I, but but I did. But I did sit in front of it. We had a, a, a table outside. Right. And then I was like, I need to watch. The, like I said, for me, I wanted to watch the game. I love the Falcons, and I also wanted to hear what it sounded like. Right. Um. And so, yeah, I got in front of a TV, and like I said, while we're eating, this is the third quarter, and it's all going downhill. And then that restaurant, Rock knows where it's, it's like two miles from my house. We got home, and I watched the rest of the game. My mom called me, and I'm like, I can't talk to her right now because I want to see how this game's going to end because it's coming <laughs> down to like, you know, uh, uh, onside kick and a field goal. Yeah, like yeah. it was mind blowing how yeah. much it changed from. Where I was, yeah, downtown to when I got home. No, that's the whole thing just totally turned around. It was just, it, it was disappointing. Yeah, it definitely. Disappointing. That, that but, does sound like a beautiful day. Was there um, birds chirping and butterflies? And you didn't mention that. <laughs> give, give me all the details now. I mean, it wasn't. It was just you know, um, I hadn't been to. Uh, man, I am choking. Church. We don't want to hear about this. Man. Get back to the <laughs> <laughs> All right, but like I said, I'm watching my kid play. But I did. I, I wanted to. Like I told Rock, I was like, man, he's like my kid's uncle. I was like, I know it's going to be Falcon. Hey, Pete. Hey, Pete. Hey, Pete. We're kind of on the schedule, man. So we got to keep going. <laughs> we got it though. You there? Hello. Anybody here? Hello? Just getting Yo, burned. Okay. Like, oh, there you go. Yeah. He was just getting burned. Sorry about that, fellas. I, I, had te- mm-hmm. I had technical issues. So... I just didn't like half the stuff that he was doing. I mean, I, I don't know when, how long it's going to take them to realize that this dude is not as good as they hope he'll be. But right now, I mean, especially for a cornerback, it doesn't take long for you to become acclimated to your spot. And he's not doing it. Are you guys talking I mean, about Isaiah? Yeah, talking about, about Oliver. Yeah, Isaiah um, Oliver. Yeah. Now you've seen AJ Terrell last game. This game, he's gotten he's gotten good. Just in those two short games with with, with training camp, and Isaiah seems like he ain't moved forward a bit. Like, come on, bro. What, what what's what the problem is? I mean, he'll he'll get he'll knock down one or two good passes, but I mean, other other, other times right. he's getting beat. I kind of was mentioning that on the last show. Yeah. You know? well, but well, I mean, your bad, Rock. Oh, is that Aries? That your bad, Isaiah? Yeah, that was my bad. Okay. Uh, well, my bad was I did, I did my good, right? I think hoop. Yeah. Did I do? No, I didn't. I didn't do my good. I think we were still on good. We were listening to Rel. Oh, okay. But my good, it I think your good and your bad. Well, my good, I was. I was, hoop kind of stole it. I was going to piggyback off him that Dirk Cutter. We gave him heat last week, and he, which is well-deserved, but at least he did get the offense going. Uh, and um, But I'll also give it to uh, Calvin Ridley for having a, a back-to-back uh, baller-ass performance. And uh, let me go to my bat, and my bat will be shit. Well, 
Aries took it again, Isaiah Oliver, and I repeat it like what I said last week. I don't know why. They, I mean, I guess they have to keep him. I don't know if he's still on his rookie contract, rookie years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. shouldn't this sign is your, him. This is, is your number three for him. All right. I never thought that I would say this. Uh, I, I would miss someone like True Fun or even... <sighs> Robert Alford. I don't miss Alford. Robert Alford, but <laughs> this guy is hot garbage. I'm just going to leave it at that. That's funny. I, I, have, that a, funny? I, have, a, I have a question, like I said, as a guy who's not, once again, the biggest you know, football uh, that knows information about football or whatever, but is Matt Ryan still like the guy that we need to lead right. the team? All right, P. <laughs> no Ryan, no Ryan talking to show. Ryan did his thing. I'm not, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm we, not saying that. I'm not saying that because I, like, I. In the last two games, Ryan has thrown for over 800 yards. Yeah, we, we yeah, we, we can't go there. We got a lot to do to talk instead of talk about Matt, man. But I hear you. Did you see how many yards Dak threw for? That was crazy. That was. I did. That that's my whole point. It's like yeah, I'm that, but saying, see, like, Dak had to throw, but that but that also goes on to the defense. If they if they if their our corners were to stop Dak, then he wouldn't be able to throw. So it's it's the corners. Right. Regardless, Dak Dak is good. He's 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 still Dallas is number one, but 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 still, it's. The, the, the cornerbacks who's not doing doing their job 100%, which goes on to, and plus we lost three linebackers and, and two deep defensive ends. So, you know what I'm saying? He had all day back there to actually throw the ball. So I you, you can't put that all, you know what I'm saying, on Matt and saying Dak did, did this, Dak did that. Dak got lucky because of the situation he was in. So yeah, because he, was, the play calling was great. They would run it and they would throw. It. They stayed balanced, unlike us. When we yeah, get now, behind, but, we no, freak out our, and just throw, but, throw, throw. But we lost, but we lost defensive players, so that the uh, the uh, the pass rush wasn't there anymore as it was in the first half. If you go back and look at that first half, Dak really had time to throw the ball. They were getting fumbles and and all that and getting sacks and shit. So that's that's what happened. Our defense but, wasn't there anymore. But I'm just asking that question, like I said. Not being like not being with like how yeah, you guys yeah, are or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but I'm saying yeah, like yeah. like you know Matt Ryan is not he's Matt. not um, he's Matt. not uh, Michael Vick. He's getting up there in age and you know, he's not a scrambler, but yeah, yeah, he does yeah. well with what he what he can do. Yeah, he's better than Vick. Yeah, way better. All right, we're gonna move on. We gotta move on. Hoop, did you do your bat? Yo, hoop. Did hoop do his bat? Yo, who? Right. Uh, just Aries and you. Okay. I'll go next. I'll just say my bad was... Uh... No, 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 no. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, there he is. <laughs> go ahead, man. I have my mic on. Y'all gave me a new bad just talking uh, <laughs> about the Jack, man. I'm just really tired of quarterbacks having the career day. Not career day. He didn't have one, but quarterback just feast off us, bro. Like, I'm really tired of it, man. You can just go down the 450 line. yards wasn't career day? Has he had better days? Well, I don't know if he's ever top 450 in the game. That's the, well, my point is, a lot of quarterbacks throw for a bunch of you. Like, we we make quarterbacks look really good. I'm really tired of it. But that wasn't my original bad. I think, uh, you know, once again, I was, you know, I'm high on Ty Girl. We all talked about that. If he was able to run the ball, uh, you know, kind of 
because he had 21 carries for 60 yards. It's not good in the standards. If he was able to maybe extend some of those drives, maybe Dallas wouldn't have had the ball so quickly in the second half to, you know, make that comeback. So right. that's just something I thought about. So I, I would put that as a bad, you know, minus the obvious bad that I could point out. All right, all right. Well, who just gave me my bad? You bad or you ugly? Into my bad. You already did a bad. I didn't, I didn't do my bad yet. Oh, go, my go. bad, real quick. Go ahead. Todd Gurley, man, Mister never shows up in in the big games when you need him, and that was a big game where we could have used him to run the ball, run the clock, and I saw his final numbers, and yeah, they weren't impressive. Hoop, I would agree with that. And the announcers even talked about his. His knees. I guess he has arthritis in both his knees. Didn't know that. So glad we signed a guy up with uh, arthritic knees. So you knew that. I didn't know he had arthritis in the knees. I knew they both had been operated on, but at this young age, I didn't. I didn't realize that. But now thinking about it, after a surgery like that and the kind of work he does for a living, yeah, it makes sense. So, so I mean, yeah. I mean, that was well then it's a good thing that we play Green Bay in the next two weeks and not the two next two months. Maybe. <laughs> All right, let's move to the ugly man. Uh, uh, who who wants to go first with an ugly? Eric, I'll you, go. Go. <laughs> I had a feeling you would. <laughs> that whole third, fourth quarter was just super ugly. Yeah. To so have them come back and put up with like twenty one points in that fourth quarter, that was just super ugly. The whole onside kick fiasco and. And 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 defense. I mean, well, not the defensive corner, but I'm 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 have to say the uh, special teams coach should right. have took his team to, off the sideline before that kick happened and say, look, that ball goes five yards or ten yards or whatever that, that rule says. Right. Jump on it. Well, we kind of thought and that's what they did because they called a timeout. They wasted a timeout. Yeah, we thought they called yeah. a damn timeout and they still had that happen. Yeah, that's what we thought they were doing, man. Yeah. Apparently. That should have, that should have been done right after they scored the, they they kicked the extra point or scored the touchdown or whatever. It's like, look, y'all get ready for this. You so you know it's an onside kick. Jump on this damn ball when it goes X amount of yards, you know, and just take care of business. That's all they had to do was to jump on the fucking ball. I, I think they were. I, I think those guys got nervous. <laughs> no, nah, instead they out there look like Cam did during his Super Bowl run. Are yeah. you scared to jump on the ball? Yeah. I think they got, so, I think the pressure of how they were coming back and they didn't want to be the ones to screw it up, I think that had a lot to do with it. Man, the way everybody was standing around out there, man, it looked like a bunch of boys and girls at a sixth grade dance scared to ask each other to dance. Yeah. I mean, everybody was just standing around. I'm like, somebody do something. Yeah. That's that's what it, they were like deers and you know caught in headlights. They just didn't want to be the person who messed up, jumped on the ball, made it live, and uh, uh, Dallas would have recovered it. They wanted to make sure they had it just right, and they screwed it up. All right. I don't know how hard it is to pick up a ball off a of ground to grab a ball that's on the ground. I, you know, I was thinking the same thing, but I've seen some. I don't know how hard it is. Some some people just don't have the awareness or don't know how to handle a, 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 a football. Or something, but it's just one of the players. What they did was just, one of the players yeah, I mean, mentioned that something. The, that is the hands team. The one side kicking team is right. the hands team, right? Somebody mentioned. I don't know who it was, but some player or whatever mentioned that that was what they were supposed to do because, because the way of the ball was spinning. You know, they have a name for it. They call it you know watermelon ball. I don't know if they just made that shit up, but the way it was spinning, 
someone said that. So, so with the onside kick, a lot of people set the ball flat on the ground, and they'll kick it, and it's supposed to take unpredictable spins and turns. Right. So that's probably what you're talking about. Is they were afraid that if, if they went for it, they would miss it, but right. the ball would touch them. And then, you know, yeah. but what somebody I, but, would but, grab it. But either way, it's still a live ball. But what it I, doesn't touch you. But, but what I heard when they did that, because they showed it, because they there, there was a timeout as well. He put the ball on the field, and, they, and I heard the announcers say it's very rare. They were actually talking about uh, the Asian guy on the Falcons who was cool. great at doing. Yeah. Yeah. He's great at doing onside kicks. And so they were like, when he put the ball on the field, uh, uh, that uh, it's very rare that we see somebody put the ball on the field without a tee. Yeah. And so he put the ball on the field, and then they called the timeout. They came back and did it again. Yeah, I mean that's. I think the whole that whole, you know, chain of events. Our team wasn't prepared for it. Him, him putting the ball on the ground, I think, is what made them call that timeout. Right. And they didn't... T- you, what, that was a good thing to do, but you thought they would prep for it since it was an unusual thing. And if you're going to prepare for it, you're going to make sure your guys know what to do, what not to do, I would think. I mean, That's yeah. my thing. This is, spe- this is a special team. They, they practice this, man. Like... We're acting like this is just like some hodgepodge hands team you're trying to call together. Like they should practice for this. That's the that just that part just well, court, uh, can't get past it. <laughs> well, who recorded the DQ? Going into it too, they do that. He said he said that they they knew what to do. I saw that stuff on the news last night. So the newscaster pressed him and said, "Well, you know, why didn't you guys go after the ball and yada yada yada?" And he actually didn't have an answer. He said he you know he said. He would need to sit down with special teams and review film and and, and oh. talk about it. But I'm just kind of like, man. No, he really? told like talk, talk about what, right? How, how they how, how they fucked that up. And I heard that jump on the radio today. And I'll... <laughs> well, you heard him today. I heard him on the news last night. So no, I heard. I saw him on the news last night. Oh, and, so I'm okay. And I heard him today because they asked they asked him the hard questions as much as they could on 92.9 the game without getting because. Yeah, the guy who asked the questions on Twitter, he said, I'm going to get off Twitter, y'all, because I don't want to get fired. So, uh, yeah. Mm. And and DQ is still, I know we're getting off the topic, topic, but he's still in that same mindset where it's like, you know, you know, we got to, you can't let things like that happen. And that's things we're going to work on. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you can't let games like that get away. And, you know, we, we, we let one slip by, but you can't do that. It's like, you let one slip by. Anyway, I want to get on that. Who didn't have their ugly? Everybody had an I, ugly? I, I didn't. It, I mean, it's the same yeah, as y'all. Okay, it's just a meltdown. It's right. Nothing, nothing creative. Yeah, and same with you know with me as far as my ugly. It's just it's very, <laughs> very fucking apparent that we know what the problem is with this team, and it's not as much with those men on the field as it is coaching and probably higher. But before we go on go on anymore, who? During this game, there were a lot of injuries. Aries mentioned some, but do you have a injury report? The injury report. 
I do edit this part out. Sorry. While you looking, tell me, tell, tell us the guys that are going to be out the longest, because that's the ones I'm worried about. Well, DQ uh, already commented, none of the injuries are long-term, so that's a good thing. Right. Uh, that's good. So let me start with, uh, obviously we saw Tack leave in the first half, uh, tweaking his growing. That seems that to it seems that he's not going to miss a extended period of time. Demonte Casey shoulder injury. Uh, Rico hurt his elbow trying to tackle. Hold uh, on, hold on, hold on. Who? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, P or Aries, mute your mic. Whoever that is, that we can hear what's happening in the background. So mute your mic. I don't think it's me. Okay. Is it you? Who? <laughs> no. I'm- Aries, who mute your mic? Aries, you break um, it. Um, my mic is muted. I don't know what's now. I'm looking right at you. <laughs> Wait, but I, 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 I'm, I'm muting my, my mic right now. Okay. I'm, I'm using my gaming headset, so when I when I fold the microphone up, oh okay, it meets it automatically. Oh okay. It might right. it might have been me. I'm muting it right now. Okay. All right, who continue? All right, so. Rico hurt his elbow. Talos uh, won in the first half. He missed the entire second half. Foy uh, Olaquin, who caused three fumbles and 18 plays in the first half, uh, hurt his hamstring. Uh, he seems to be that uh, he's going to come back soon. He was fine on the sideline, engaging with the teammates, they said. Caleb McGarry uh, hurt his left knee. He uh, has an MCL sprain. Mm-hmm. They think he's going to be back week four. Uh, if not, Matt Gono will take his spot at left, at right tackle. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, Julio Jones, apparently, when he dropped that pass from Gage, he tweaked his hamstring. Um, but, you know, he seems to have, have bounced back there. And that is all, uh, you know, with the game. Hopefully, we can get our boy Montrevious back. And uh, you know, show up that D line. So that is all I have. Cool. Thank you very much, Chief. That was very good, man. I hate that we had so many injuries, but you know. Yeah, man. Well, hey, go around the league and uh, a lot of a lot of injuries yeah. in the league, especially the 49ers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah their season's over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um have you checked the podcast text messages? Yes, I got them. Okay. I'll, I'll read them. I'll read them a little later. But I, yeah, I, d- I definitely got them. All right. And you're listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast. Well, actually, Aries, I'll go ahead and read some. We got we got some uh, uh, text messages. Someone, a friend of ours, or have uh, sent some messages in. So I'll read them and maybe we can talk about them if we haven't already. And it's from uh, Shine, is it? And yeah. and Shine had well, he sent one earlier, and then he sent another one, so a longer one. But I'll read the first one, and then we'll go to the next one. The first one said, "The biggest thing to keep an eye on uh, week one is just how physical the Falcons will be without having any live hitting since week seventeen of last year." Now that might have been a, an old text of his, because yeah, that was the first one he sent. I, I, think, right. I think that's every team too, though, right? Yeah. But this is the current one that he sent. So he said, I have no words for how under, (laughs) and I agree with him, how underprepared this team has been. There is no excuse for what happened Sunday. 
up 20 to 0 in the first quarter and you blow it. Had a chance to go up 27 to 7, but instead you go for two. Uh, we lost by one. A defensive coach who's defensiveness can't close out a game and yet Mr. Blank sits on his hands as DQ continues to show that his decision making is terrible and I mean terrible he said and we can go as far back as DQ hiring Sark for over uh, Matt LaFleur and then hiring Dirk instead of Gary Kubiak you want to run outside zone instead you hire a guy who's known not to be able to call a running play to save his life. Fire DQ. Shine. Shine, thank you for that. I agree with that. What do you fellas think? It makes perfectly good sense. Yeah, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, shout out, shout out to Shine, man. That's uh, that, that, that's my boy from YouTube. He's also he's also a, a Falcons vid maker. So we're definitely gonna check him out, man. And um yeah, it, that means he's saying what everyone else is saying. It's it's coaching, 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 coaching. We have we you know, coaching, player selection, upper office. You know, you have an owner who's fostering this behavior because um, if Arthur really wanted to make a change, man, you know he he needed he needs to do it. People said he should have did it last year. But, you know, he held on. I wasn't one that was calling for it as hard as everyone else. But I'm like, all right, but make sure this year works. I know this year is not even over. It's only been two games, but we have we have we have made even our worst nightmare, which no one who <laughs> who who likes the Falcons likes to hear the 28 to joke. We've been able they managed last Sunday to top that. So no matter how far we go, people will all always bring that up. And that's happened under the same coach's watch. That alone means this guy, I don't want him to finish the rest of the season. I want him gone, you know, as soon as they possibly can. That's just ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. But, uh, all right. I just had yeah. a little... I ain't crowed during that game because I... I told the wife, I said, yeah, that, that'll never happen again. We were talking about when they started to come back. Right. And I was like, yeah, that, that was a Super Bowl. That was a blunder. That'll never happen again. Yeah, well, I was wrong on that one. I mean, how do you how do you come back from that, man? It just, it, I, I don't know. This happens under your watch twice as a coach. What coach keeps I'm guessing, the, that, I'm guessing the Dallas coaching staff just kept telling them, hey, remember the Super Bowl? Keep fighting. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, what can you say? This is beyond players. Yeah, this falls on DQ's head. Aries, I'm interested in what you think about that. It, it all falls on on, on on the coach's head. But do you agree all about that. having those two big blunders? I mean, not just any blunder that you forget about the next year. I mean, these are two big stains on our team that's going to be last. That's going to last for a long time under the same guy's watch. Yeah, you know. Well, we'll we'll, we'll go ahead and go into uh, let's talk a little a little bit about coaching because I I, I don't have any faith that going forward that DQ is going to be here. So we can go into gotta go, gotta go. Um, so I was searching the internet to see, you know, what people thought about that. I know people have been throwing out some 
some different coaching option names since this has happened. Um, but wait, hey, hey, before you keep going on, go. Because I muted myself. Because um, I heard the the DQ thing uh, prior to three years ago when we were when we were when we did go to Super Bowl. And I've heard Dan Quinn after Super Bowl, and I'm still here hearing Dan Quinn. Like, is that the problem? And if that is the problem, if we were in Super Bowl three years ago, and now we're here, we are in you know 2020. Is that still the problem? And if that's the case, like people were like, he needs to get fired. Is that going to happen? Like, is that what the real problem is? I'm just asking the question. Anybody you're asking ask questions we ask all off season. It seems like it seems like that's what you guys are talking about just now. I had my mic muted or whatever, but yeah, that's what I was saying, man. Yeah, it goes it goes to coaching. Yeah, yeah. How many? So, so why, how many why, times so can why, you? How many times can why you? Is, why is Dan Quinn still the coach? Well, now, that's what we're asking. That's what we're asking. Why? Why is he still the coach? That falls on him and Arthur. You know, it's it's a cultural thing now. It's not a player thing anymore. I think it's a, a cultural Falcons culture was happening there, and that has to be changed now. We we've seen it. We've seen it. And if anybody thinks that we can overcome this and go back to the fucking Super Bowl anytime soon, and you, you're talking to one of the biggest homers ever, and I'm saying that I don't think that's going to happen. I, I really don't. I want it to happen, but I don't think it's going to happen right with the, the way they have it right now. But look at how fast Arthur got rid of Dan Reeves and um, uh, Jim Mora Jr. I mean, I mean, there's all kind of, but what the, the but they they didn't have the weapons that we have now. You know, they didn't have a Matt Ryan back then as a quarterback. Uh, no, quarterback. no, they had a Michael Vick. That, uh, well, he he did that to himself. He did came out of prison. Well, he did that to himself. That, that had nothing to do with the team. He did that to himself. I'm, I'm saying with the proper coaching, Michael Vick could have taken us further than he did. I mean, no, I, later I, in life, he did he did a better job no. as, a, as a quarterback for the Eagles. I mean, that goes. Yeah. Well, okay. I'd, I'll agree that that kind of goes into the the fostering coach of, of the culture there which comes down on Arthur Blank you know I don't know what do you think Hoop or Rich McKay we're kind of we're kind of getting off the I know where we're, we're going here um, <laughs> I don't know it, it starts from the top and you know we like I said we talked about this all off season you got uh, Tom Dimitrov you know he seems to like he's gonna, he's gonna keep his job forever right and if you know if you're not gonna clean house I don't really see how you're gonna change a whole lot you know it's like well what it's kind of like does he have something on Arthur Blank that he doesn't want to get out or something like what's the what's the attachment I don't, I don't get it does Rich McKay still have a role with the team yeah senior like he's senior is senior president because he's been around long enough to yeah he's, he's the guy that's that's right before you get to Arthur now yeah. So everything has to go to him before it goes to Arthur. Because he's he oversees. He's that was when in last season, that was his job was to be more hands on, especially between you know from uh, Arthur. I mean not from Arthur, but DQ and Thomas. 
and he's so so that Arthur didn't have to deal with that bullshit. But it doesn't look like he's doing a good job. He needs to deal. He you know what I? You know what I think it is? Yeah, he needs to deal with it. You know what I think it is though? Arthur Blank is not respected by coaches and players as much as a guy like Jerry Jones is. Oh. Jerry Jones, I think I think he instills fear in some of those. Hmm? Explain. I just think Jerry Jones just instills fear. I mean, he he, he kind of, you know, just watching from the, the box the other day, he, you know, watching the game the other day, he was sitting in the box and you could tell early in the game he was unhappy and he got happy when, when things turned around, obviously, but, you know, he was unhappy and you could but see it on that his face. Owners that? Owners do that? Yeah, maybe so, but I just think that guys like Jerry Jones, guys like uh, Kraft in New England, I think there's there's more fear, there's more respect. Even in New England, they don't call Coach uh, Coach Belichick. Randy Moss, when he invited Coach Belichick to his Halloween party, was like, "Mr. Moss, we, I mean, uh, Mr. Belichick, will you you know, do you want to come? You think it'll be okay?" And you know, he, he sounded like a kid talking to his father. That's respect. He's he's respecting his elders. Yeah, I just don't feel like Arthur Blank lays that fear when he's standing on the sidelines. Nobody has that. When when Arthur Blank first started coming down to the sidelines, people would think something was wrong because he came out the sidelines. But he I said, he said he, he, yeah, he, but but he said he's too. always done that. He's always c- c- come down to the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean. We, because because now you think, you think he still has the respect of the team after all this stuff from, going on? From the time Arthur Blank took over to now, the Falcons have gotten more widely known as a team, whether it's good or bad, that, that the team is out there. So to see Blank come down to the to, to the sideline now, it's like, why is he there? Why what was he doing that? But he's always done that since day one. Like third, fourth quarter, he comes. He comes down on the sideline to be to be with his team. That's the respect he has for his team, and and also they they respect him for doing that as well. I, I I've watched the interviews to where they they said that I've never played for a guy who's come down and hung out with us like he's one of the guys. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So they have respect for blank in that way. Now, as far as fear, I don't think any, 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 any um, guy is feared because he's the owner and because he stays up in the box. It's just, you know, I'm saying a different kind of respect. To me, it's the opposite. I think he stays in the box because he thinks he's better than everybody. Right. I can. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Okay. I hear you. I definitely hear you on that, man. I mean, well, he's doing something different. I can't put my finger on it, but there's something about this guy that it just seems like everybody's just like, it's cool, it's relaxed. It's, you know, it's not like it's not like when, you know, you're in Little League and you mess up in a game and you look at your dad in the stands and your dad has that look in his face like, wait till you right. get the fuck home, little nigga. But wait we, till you get the fuck home. <laughs> but, I mean, well, we, wouldn't you feel that way if he's on the sideline and, and then and then he's standing right next to you giving you the evil eye? I think that's important for for people to feel that way in a way I think it's important to feel that way to feel like he's looking over my shoulder oh he's right here oh man you know to always have that that never feel calm and relaxed yeah. like I got this like always wondering like what is this guy thinking I see what you're saying Q. I, see, I see what you're saying he's becoming more of a players coach where the he definitely respects them definitely 
and they appreciate that but it also seems to a point well he you know just because he's you know he's cool with you doesn't mean that he's still the guy that can cut your ass and let you go and pay you you have to at least want to impress him you know just because you you know he's the owner and he's he's nice to you doesn't mean that you shouldn't be on your p's and q's and do your job so and and i think you you're you're coming at a jerry jones point of view where jerry's kind of like that but he makes it known his presence and of what he expects from these guys and with author i don't think it's coming across that way and that's basically what i was trying to say rock yeah you got it so and i and i think you're right and i think that that's part of the problem here man because how many coaches we gonna go through how many players we gonna go through it's not like you know we're just getting how many owners are we gonna go through not a lot so I don't yeah I mean I don't I'm not I don't know man they just there needs to be a change and we just sit here and watch it on our couches and stuff and talk about it but at the end of the day I just feel like I feel like DQ can spill whatever bullshit he wants to author and yeah. author will go oh okay yeah I, I get that yeah you're right yeah yeah yeah, you blew that. You blew that big ass lead, but that's cool because, like you were saying, the the the, the 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 that and that and that. Yeah, I got you, man. Don't worry about it, man. You good? We'll see you next week. Like no, at some point, it's not good. It can't be good anymore. No, I don't, at I don't some think. Point, we got to talk about it. I don't think authors like that. I mean, he wouldn't be where he is if he was like that. Everyone knows that. But uh, speaking right. of stadium, did anyone see that beautiful stadium last night on Monday Night Football? I saw clips from highlights of it. I can't really tell it. Yeah, it was I that. Saw it. it looked nice. Really? Well, describe it, Hoop, because I can't, or, or Q, whoever. Because I saw it, but I didn't, I wasn't impressed. You were not impressed by it? I mean, I didn't I didn't see that much of it, though, that's what I'm saying. The outside kind of reminds me of like a rocket ship. It's just, uh, it's this cool layout that you've never really seen before. And then the inside, I mean, I couldn't really see much of the inside because, you know, there's no people in the stands, so they weren't really showing a whole bunch of that. But it was just it was just beautiful. And from watching Hard Knocks, it seems like, um, you know, that that stadium out there for, in Los Angeles is yeah. beautiful, too. I was going to say that I like that one. That one's very beautiful. I think that one looks better than ours. And I hate to say that because I thought we were like, you know, and, the and one of them, I can't remember which one. It had a wraparound screen that went the entire, you know, entire length of the field, all the way back. It wrapped around. It was just one big screen that went the entire loop of the field. That was that was pretty cool. I can't remember if that was, I thought that was the Los Falcons. Angeles or if that was the. Uh, no, our screen doesn't loop around the entire thing like this one did. This one was the outdoor stadium, so I'm probably thinking of. Um, I'm probably thinking of. Um, not the outdoor stadium. I can't remember which one it was. But I thought I thought inside these, of some of these stadiums are nice. I thought inside of the bins they had a, a big ring uh, monitor going around the entire thing. I don't think it goes down. Darrell could probably answer that better than me, but I got some pictures. I can look at my phone, but Darrell, then it goes then it the, down one side and down the other. But I don't know if it's, it's this one continuous screen that wraps around and goes the entire what is it, of the stadium. What are you talking about? The, the, uh, the monitor inside of the bins, isn't the it like a big ring? The big, the big screen that hang above the stadium. Yeah, it's a it's three sixty. Yeah, yeah, it goes all the way so. around. It goes all the way around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, that was one of the I big. I didn't notice it. Yeah, that was one the, of the big. The one the other night on Monday Night Football, or whatever. You could that see was it. A, it was just it was just crazy. Yeah. 
that was one of the big you know things about it when they did redesign uh, the stadium and when it became Mercedes-Benz was have, they call it a halo yeah exactly and, uh, more yeah more more stadiums have that now but yeah that yeah, that's, that's kind of a big deal just okay. because you would have a, a jumbotron before it would have like four sides but right with the halo you could just watch it from wherever you are so yeah all right, fellas. Well, let's move along uh, and you listen to the What's the Falcons podcast. All right, let's do a quick around the league, man. I mean, you know, we've we beat these dead horse. We know what's going to happen. So uh, around the league, anything that stood out to you, Hoop, around the league? I'm all for the Cam Newton redemption tour, man. I don't know if y'all saw him play Sunday night, man, but even though he did end up not getting the game with a touchdown, he looks good out there. He just it's amazing to think that uh you know, even he said he got passed by every team. Yeah. You know, people didn't want to mess with Cam, so I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree with Hoop. Cam looked good. Brady came back, got his win of the season. Yeah. I still need to see some stats on Gronk. Not sure what Gronk did. If anybody knows any Gronk stats, but here he's not but, doing uh, good at all. But Brady looked good. Well, you know he's got time. He's been out of the league for a year or two, or whatever. Yeah. And then also the Kansas City Chiefs, man, doing what they do, fall behind, come back. All they do is win, 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 no matter what. what. And uh, Kelsey's the best tight end in the league. Uh, for somebody tell somebody want to argue, you can, but that dude is a beast, man. For real. I like Kittle too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll give you that. And Tyreek Hill might be the fastest human being on the face of the planet. <laughs> that dude can get up and go. I'm like, good Lord, have mercy. <laughs> uh, Aries, you want to add anything to around the league? You may be... Hi, I think Aries is on a little break. Uh, what I'll add to around the league is a, a Devontae Freeman uh, update. I think that... He signed today? Yeah, I think he signed with the Giants for a one-year contract. I don't know the dollar amount. But I know he did sign with them. I know he went to Philadelphia first, and they couldn't come to an agreement. But the Giants, I don't know what the details again, but uh, he already signed a one-year deal with the Giants. He fired Luke, right? Yeah. No, that, yeah, that was the first thing that they did. He fired, Christ, he fired Christine. But who, who did he pick to take up or to take over for them? Because it seems like... This dude was making some bad choices because the Giants, all right, cool, yeah, I get it. But he had a chance to be in Seattle. And who wouldn't want to be in Seattle over the Giants? I, I think he went with a real, um, <laughs> a real, uh, what was it called? Um, I, hope it's, I, hope, I hope it's not that guy that, what's that? Saquon's gone for the year, so he is going to get the yeah, ball. So he's going to get the ball, but I still would like to be in Seattle. Yeah, I think Free went a real went with a real agent, and I guarantee you, isn't probably an agent that uh, FSU any anybody out of FSU. This that one that represented TO and all those people back in the day. Who was right. that, Greg? He said uh, Rosenhouse. Yeah, right. there you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, you probably but he got he had Aries, the you munching on them uh, pebbles. <laughs> Who was munching? Please mute. Fruity Pebbles. It's not me. <laughs> See, the, I think it's Darrell. Because Aries has his um, headset yeah, on. Yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't me. Yeah. Aries, Wait, what did I do? <laughs> you, are you what? eating? No, oh, I, had to, I had some chips. Oh, we heard him. <laughs> oh. 
Well, hey, yeah. uh, it is what it is, bro. <laughs> usually, I blame, usually I blame Q because Q gets his uh, dick is eating all around this time. Aries, we're, yeah, we're around. I actually, the, did he? No one heard me. We're we're around the league, so uh, anything. I had, I had one. I had one chip, bro. Uh, okay, so Sounding you heard man. about Vontae going to go visit the Giants, right? Yeah, that's what that's what I just. Um, that's what we just talked about. Yeah. Okay. What else okay. you got? You got anything yeah. else? Um, well, this is not really the league, but I hear Dion has hired Terrell Owens to be his wide receiver coach. Oh hell no! Are you really? That is not confirmed, but because I did see the tweet and Dion actually yeah. replied and said, "Please don't start any rumors." Oh, okay. okay. So, but but I did see it though, and apparently it went wild. It had like you know all kind of retweets and likes and all that though. So. Wow. I'm interested to see how they go. Interesting. Speaking of around the league, I saw I saw an interview with your boy Odell Beckham on Rural Star, and he was talking to somebody I don't know who. When he was like them rumors about the poop, he's like that's not true. So he's he came back and denied all that stuff. I can see y'all the links so y'all can watch it. Oh, they talked about a lot of stuff. But deny it. Hey, it's true. <laughs> it's totally true. 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 <laughs> he didn't look straight into the camera though when he said it. he was looking at his feet and shit. I was Same. like, what? Mm, nah, nigga, that's true. You had you had the chick who he texted. She has the text messages to prove it. She's got the receipts. Well, you know what? So, uh, <laughs> normally, well, of course you preach, man. Normally, that would be something to really consider. But nowadays, you say what the hell you want to, and it's true, pretty much. That's what it seems like. That's the kind of culture we have right now. But I don't want to make this. The That's whistle. what R. Kelly said. R. Kelly was like, <laughs> people put together a video of me banging a fourteen-year-old girl, and now all of a sudden I'm banging a fourteen-year-old girl. He was like, what? He's <laughs> like, Hollywood is a hey, motherfucker. They got all you, kind of tricks. No, you get what you get. He did that shit. <laughs> I mean, R. Kelly gave you trapped in the closet, feeling on your yeah. booty. He hey, told you I'm a number. He, he told you what he was doing before he did one it. Through, one through 25, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, he like. gave y'all a bunch of clues. Y'all just want to He listen. told you. Hey. Dude. Hey, it's smoke, smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. Right. <laughs> <laughs> smoke and mirrors. Well, well with all say. this Black Lives Matter stuff, I need R. Kelly and I need Cosby out of prison ASAP. <laughs> Yeah, we no, need- they 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 get what they get. Y'all ain't trying to get behind that. <laughs> no, 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 I support R. Kelly, man. Yeah, yeah, R. Kelly. Yeah, he, he brought that on himself. So did Cos. He knew what he was doing. R. Kelly made so many hits, though. <laughs> he did. That's he did. But all right, fucking, man. For every hit, you a- get one. You get one underage girl, man. That's no. Hollywood. That's Hollywood. <laughs> No, not not when you have not when you're a dad who has girls, man. He, 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 that's jacked up. That's not. He deserves what he gets. If he if he got uh, jacked up in prison a few weeks ago and got stabbed or whatever, that's what you get, bro. Nah, I wouldn't wish. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't wish no no harm on a man. But I just you know. <laughs> uh, I would because because because. No, I, I, no, I, I wish it on him because I would. I never did that. I, man, I've never. That's what you get, bro. Karma like, can come back you, in, in many oh, other ways, bro. Karma, that's what you, we've all that's, we've all made mistakes, but not like that. Yeah, 
Karma is real. Did. Yeah, karma is you, real. You you were with a 15-year-old girl when you were in your fucking... You were 27 years old. Right. You're getting what you're getting because karma is real right now. And people are beating you up and stabbing you in jail. You know why? Because karma is real. Because you forgot the key rule, man. You gotta wait till they're 16. If they old enough to drive, they old enough to ride. Wow. Yeah. I'm asleep. Yeah, all right. And you listen to the What's Up Falcons podcast. That wasn't Oh, yeah, Rock. You, you, you gotta cut this part out. <laughs> oh, dude. We got way worse than this. Oh, he, he don't wait worse than this. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, this is nothing. <laughs> Anybody listening to this show knows that. R. Our, our, our Kelly can eat a dick, and he probably will. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, listen yeah, to the What's Up Falcons podcast. <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, uh, next week we have <laughs> we have Chicago. Chicago. We got to talk about Chicago because right after this, we're going to do an actual Chicago podcast, Hate Week podcast with another former uh, podcast on Armchair American. Uh, so definitely listen out for that. But do uh, you guys have any faith, man, that we can pull this win? I mean, Aries. Yep. You do? Yeah, I, I believe we can we can pull this out. Now they they do have a nice nice defense. They you know what I'm saying their offensive skill set is pretty much on point. But I think so. They're better than the Cowboys, is what you're telling me. <laughs> I mean, I mean they're two and zero. So you know what I'm saying. But this right. any bad mojo or you know what I'm saying. Comes a ride, then then I don't know. But if they play a decent a decent game, they they stay on point, they do their job. Right. Then yes, we win this game. Who you know? What I'm saying, like, I just say any given Sunday, right. it can happen. So believe it or not, I'm picking the Falcons. Trubisky sucks that bad. Wow. We're yeah. going to make them look like above average instead of a average quarterback looking good. Mm-hmm. Sucks. We'll just make them look above average. Mm-hmm. Falcons will win. My prediction. What about you, Q? Man, it's a toss up. They're two and zero, and right now we lost to a one and one team and a two and zero team. And that two and zero team, Seattle, pretty much manhandled us from beginning to end. So, mm, I don't know, man. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go the Bears by six, actually. Uh, Darrell, what do you think? There's think- no surprise there. Hey, 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 he flipped the coin <laughs> and, it's landed, and it's landed on heads every time. That's all it is. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, um, I I just, I'm so. Whoever's at the microwave, please <laughs> mute your mic. I just muted it. That's derail again. My I man. know. I just muted it. It is what it is. I, it was a beautiful <laughs> day, man. It was a beautiful day, man. I was, I was at the game, a girls' game. Birds chirping, those butterflies. We went to lunch. We went to Hooters. <laughs> oh wow, y'all are crazy, man! All right, uh, I want to go with the Falcons, man, but but um, after what I saw, it has nothing to do with the players. Uh, I know they're gonna, you know, try to 
clean this up, but they've shown me that even the least amount of chance of them blowing it can happen. So it's hard for me to think that they're going to do it again this year. I mean, next week, but I, they probably will win. I think next year. Yeah. Next year is probably when they will win. But um, I'm rolling with the Bears. And you, you just spin a, roll, a roulette wheel on what the score is going to be. It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter anymore. Negro Dumbass says one and four. If we hit that mark, I won't praise. <laughs> All right. Bro, stop pressing that damn microwave and tell us what do you think. Or meet your mic, at least. It's like this hot pocket is going to be done on a beautiful day, fellas. <laughs> Dude, I'm making, I'm, making, uh, I'm making bratwurst, bro. This is the same dude it that almost. It doesn't matter what you're making. He's <laughs> <laughs> coming from the same dude that almost set us on fire when we were in our twenties, trying to cook a damn pizza at night while he's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> almost set us ablaze. Whatever, dude. And now he's been trusted <laughs> with doing the sound for the Falcons. It's a beautiful world. <laughs> it is. It is. Thrill. You think the Falcons hey. going to do it next week? You mean this weekend? Yeah, this weekend. You mean Sunday? Yep. I mean, all I can say, man, is, you know, I always go into a game with the Falcons, and I always really feel like I just try to stay positive. All right. So whatever that, happens is what happens. But yes, I'm always positive with the Falcons. But all right, man, they they let us down, man. But they did. I, I still I love them. I live in Atlanta. I've been here since 1989. Right. I'm always gonna rep the Falcons, whether they, you know, whether they win or they they don't win. So, so you're I'm saying not, I'm win? I'm not a fair weather fan. I'm not like a transplant. I'm from I'm from the South. So, you know, these people who come here. So, from, so you you, know, you, you win it. Hey, I, I, you say that so they're gonna win, right? <laughs> I hope they can win. <laughs> All right, <laughs> uh, you're cracking me up, man. All right, man. Next week, I don't get me on the show. Just know I am doing an impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you do it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why that's funny. Like, I really, like I said, I love it. I love you know it, you man. love the Falcons, man. We're just laughing at you. Yeah, I just, you know, man, it, 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 it just gets harder and harder. You know, it's like, damn, when are y'all really going to show us like what y'all can do, man? For like, sure. Really. For sure, for sure. All right, man. Well, we're going to go ahead and start wrapping this up because we got to get prepared for a, a, a podcast we got to do after this. So we'll definitely post it. We're going to talk to uh, a Chicago Bears podcast. And uh, so it should be interesting. And I think it's going to be me, Q, and Aries. Unless, who, are you going to be able to make it or are you done? I'm done, man. I've been on the road all day. I need to go to sleep. All right. Well, yeah, uh, I got to... I gotta call my kid. He turned twenty today, so. Oh yeah, I, got, oh, I sent her a text. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Santana! Happy birthday! All right, man. Well, um, I want to thank y'all for checking us out Listen, here. Hey, 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 rock, 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 rock! Wait a second. Listen, this is Darrell, and I just want to know: it's Julio. I don't follow stats, but how's Julio? Is he any good? What? Messing <laughs> <laughs> with you, man. I, I didn't even hear what you said, though. What'd you say, uh, uh, fake drill? <laughs> 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 
can't even get it out after that one. Listen, I don't even, I don't even follow stats, but is, is Julio any good? Julio is very good, my friend. <laughs> what about Calvin Ridley? Is he any good? Because I know it's a beautiful day, but he's young. <laughs> Real Darrell, you had anything to say to fake Darrell? Before you wrap yeah, no. I just, I just, I just watched the game from my perspective, and you know, like if you had my wife on here, she'd probably have a whole different vibe on. Oh yeah, she would look at it versus how I look at it. You know, I just look at it how I look at it. I just know there's a lot of transplants here in Atlanta who talk shit. You know, who repped like well, we the Saints. They they rip they they you know they rep Cowboys. They rep who. Oh yeah, whatever. It's like if you live in my city, honestly and truthfully, get the fuck out. If you ain't repping for your city, then you shouldn't be here. Like fucking like, right. I'm gonna always rep. I'm always gonna rep my city. Fucking 100%. right. Oh, you transcesticals, yeah, whatever. Get exactly, out of here. Exactly. Exactly. I was just wondering. I was at dinner with my family last Sunday after a soccer game at Georgia State, and I was just wondering, man, does who uh, don't talk a lot of balls? I don't follow stats. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey. <laughs> Hey, you know what? You can say you can say what you want to. You can say what you you know what you can say what you want to. But I was at the stadium watching my kid play, and my kid plays uh, with Peerless Price's daughter. They are on the same team, former Yo. Falcon. Peerless well, you should tell us that earlier in the broadcast, man. That's, that's something. Hey, hey, hey! I don't do that shit because I ain't trying to front on nobody. But I'm telling you now, now. But say, hey, now you know. Now you know the life that I'm living. <laughs> now y'all know. Y'all know for real. For sure. The road keeps it real. From here on out, nobody can smoke weed before the show dog. <laughs> All right, fellas, we really we gotta wrap this Kaden, up. Kaden Price plays uh yep. he's a, a year older than my daughter. They're on the same team. All right. uh, at that at that game Sunday, yeah. they were they were all there doing their thing. So yeah. All right. Well, so, I want to I want to thank everybody. Let's get out Falcons. The 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 what's the Falcons podcast, and uh, I think if that is it, we're gonna call it a wrap. Let's call it a wrap. All right, peace. peace. All right, nobody hang up. Peace. <laughs> See you in a few minutes. <laughs> Deuces. Deuces. <laughs> oh man, y'all guys are crazy. Check out the What's Up Falcons podcast exclusively at armchairallamericans.com. Subscribe to the What's Up Falcons podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Listen to the What's Up Falcons podcast at whatsupfalcons.com.